Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Joining me today is Jenica Bosch. I could introduce her in a number of ways. She's actually one of our client experience guides at Live on Purpose Central, uh, where we're doing all kinds of great things to help people to do that, to live on purpose. And uh, you and your husband, Devin, have worked with me for some time now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the stuff. You've, you've studied and become certified in the models that we teach at Live on Purpose Central. But you've also got a powerful story, Jenica. But, well, you've got at least a dozen or more stories that we could get into. Um, I remember when we were setting up your, your web profile, um, everything from survivor of abuse to shark diver came up. And I don't know how much of that we'll actually cover today, but Jenica, welcome to Live On Purpose Radio. Could you uh, just kind of give us a little piece of your story, whatever you you feel is most relevant to our conversation today. Tell us about you. Yeah, I would like to go over my experience with endurance um, during paralysis. I have a condition that was initially diagnosed as Guillain-Barre and we found Mm. out that it was, it's actually chronic. We think (laughs) it's rare enough that it's not not a lot of research about Mm -hmm. it. Sure. And when, so I'd like to discuss kind of the positivity that came from that difficult experience and little pieces Mm -hmm. that I learned along the way that I I think could be really helpful. This, give us the context of how you discovered this. Uh, I I mean, paralysis, you're going to notice that. Yes, at some point. Tell us a little bit about that story. It, it was scary initially because we didn't know what was going on. Um, I, at the time was a single mother my son was mm. just getting ready to start kindergarten and I was getting really short of breath and struggling to get up and down the stairs. And I didn't realize that I had complete foot drop at the time. I didn't even know what that meant really. Yeah. Um, but it got to where I was actually army crawling up the stairs within like a week's time. And we could not figure out why I was getting weak and anything I did exacerbated it. It made it so much wow. worse. And this is not normal, Jenica. No, no. And we finally were able to get me out of the house and into a car and into the emergency room. And by then my oxygen levels were dropping. It was, it was getting scary very quickly. Yeah. They were asking yeah. me if I could feel things on my legs and I couldn't, but didn't realize that, uh, you know, until they started doing the testing and they originally thought it was ALS and they gave me a very shortened amount of time to live. Ah. And so my parents 
switched their grandparents hat to parents hat with my child and stepped in and picked up the pieces. And I was kind of coming to terms with all of it. This is all within just a couple of days and they did more tests and they realized that it's a condition called Guillain-Barre. It's where the nerves in your body, um, you're not able to conduct signals from the brain. There's like little bits and pieces that Mm -hmm. come off the nerves. Um, Mm -hmm. And so the message, it it wasn't true paralysis, but the message wasn't getting there. So I couldn't move the affected areas and it started, you know, in my legs and worked its way up to my arms. And so it was full paralysis and, um, I struggled with breathing. I couldn't get myself to the bathroom. I could not do anything on my own. And here you are, a young single mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, your son at the time was probably five Almost. or so. Close. And it, it, suddenly you're stricken with this condition that, as far as you knew, could be terminal. Yes. Um, your your brain isn't talking to your limbs. <laughs> you can't move. Uh, that had to be a scary experience for you. It, it was very scary. Um, it Yeah, it, there was a lot of fear going on. I didn't know even if I pulled through what that would look like. I was afraid to have my son come visit because mm. being in a hospital and seeing me with help with breathing and not being able to move would be terrifying for a child. Pretty helpless at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was rough. Obviously now here you are talking to me. Uh, it's years later now because that five-year-old is now almost 13, 12, 12 or 13. <laughs> yeah. Um, so obviously you came through this and there were um, some things that helped you to do that. Some of which, and you've shared with me, Jenica, that some of what you've learned about positivity, you're looking back on this experience and seeing that that was a really key component to your recovery. I didn't ever see positivity as an actual choice. And it Interesting. is. And that, so that has been the big element, realizing, well, I can give in and I can be negative or I can be positive and have an impact and, and learn something from this. I've, I've shared with our audience and with my clients for years now that until you see it as a choice, it's not. And my experience tells me, along with the experience of many people who have been right here on this mic with me, that there's a point in your life where you see the choice mm-hmm. and that changes everything. It does. I call those transformation experiences. Yes. So you had something similar to that as you're going through this paralysis. Tell us what happened. Um, it, it, the interesting switch for me. So I couldn't do anything with my body. All I had yeah. was my mind. That's all I had. And I, which knew, thankfully you had that. <laughs> yes. Although I did spend a lot of time sedated, but thankfully yeah. I also yeah. was able to get out of that fog and mm. I had to get myself mentally out of that hospital room each day. And it, it felt hopeless there. And so I have 
you know, I dive with sharks. I have all of these Mm -hmm. fun adrenaline junkie things. And I would focus on that. I'm going to scuba dive, you know, I'm, I'm going there in my mind or, you know, I'm at home with my boy or I'm whatever Mm -hmm. those were, I would focus on a happy experience that would bring positivity. And then I would use that in a difficult situation that I knew was coming like a spinal tap or a, Mm. and I would, I would stay in that mentality and say, Oh, this is going to be great. This, and I'm going to think about these feelings when I go into that. And it made a huge impact. And I, I started setting little goals and when you can't move your body, that it, at first Mm. it felt scary. I didn't know how I would achieve a goal. And so I started with communication with my eyes and, you know, moving a finger and little things here and there. And, um, I actually was able to defy (laughs) doctors and my, (laughs) I, I knew, so I'd been in the hospital for a while and my son's fifth birthday was coming up. Mm -hmm. And when I was able to speak again, I said, I'm getting out on his birthday. And they Mm -hmm. said that that's not possible. You're not moving. How, how, I mean, they were, Hmm. there was no way I was getting out and I knew I was, I set that goal and I pushed and wow. So there, um, like Victor Frankel comes to mind, you Mm -hmm. know, getting into that positivity, you know, that times are hard, but you focus on some good and and you can get there. You mentioned Viktor Frankl, and his experience is so powerful because in the atrocity of a concentration camp, a death camp, uh, where he, he resided in several of those, actually, and he was able to identify that there's, there's one freedom that they can never take away, and that's the power to choose your attitude mm-hmm in any given set of circumstances. And we've talked about this before too, that the attitude is your position and your position is a choice Mm -hmm. until you see it as a choice. It's not. And, but that makes all of the difference too. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know anything about the, the neurological aspects of the syndrome that, that clobbered you for a while. And maybe you still deal with it some level. Yep. Because you said it's a chronic condition. But I do know a lot about the mind and how powerful it is. When you were talking earlier, Jenica, I was thinking about something that one of my colleagues shared with me years ago. Woody Woodward was right here on this mic with me. And he said, what we, what we focus on, we feel. What we think about comes about. That's very true. And you experienced mm-hmm. that. In a very literal, physical way with your body, obviously there's some emotional components that are are closely tied into that as well, how you feel, regardless of your circumstances. And you were able to go shark diving while you're there in the hospital (laughs) because of the power of your own mind. What was it like to realize that you had a choice in that matter? It took a minute before I realized it actually. Um, mm-hmm. When you say a minute, <laughs> several days, days weeks, weeks of suffering. <laughs> um, but yeah, I started realizing 
I could give in and I had dark moments. I had moments that I thought Mm -hmm. because I was also allergic to the treatment. And so I was getting massive amounts of steroids trying to handle even the treatment that was available. And I, I had days that I, it wasn't suicidal ideation, but it was, it would be easier not to fight. And then I thought of that little boy that is counting on me to come back home and it fueled everything. And I realized, wow, I can, I'm choosing to be happy. I'm choosing to fight. I'm choosing so to be an example to him because he's also going to go through difficulties in his life. And as a parent, I don't want him to be able to give up. I want him to have that example of empowerment and pushing through. Mm, That is so powerful. That choice changes everything. And I, I don't think it's tied to the outcomes. It's not tied to, okay, I'll be positive if I can be cured from this. And, and I think that's an easy bargain to go to in your mind, but no, sure. it's not tied to the outcomes. We don't control those outcomes. We do control, however, our position, regardless of what those outcomes are. And that's, that's where I think the power of the choice lies. This, this is a fun conversation for me because here's some very practical, very real life examples of how positivity makes a difference. When we come back from this break, Jenica, I'd love to dig into the way positivity can be applied regardless of what the circumstances are. Can we go there? Yeah, we can. We're going to have some fun in the second half, folks. So uh, we'll be right back. This is Jenica Bosch at Live On Purpose Radio. Are you ready to take your positivity to a whole new level? I've been enjoying these conversations with my guests at Live On Purpose Radio. My own story about becoming more positive is something that I've shared in my book, Pathological Positivity. And right now I'm giving the book away. You just pay for the shipping. Go to drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, and click on the big orange button right there that will get you a free copy of my book. You pay the shipping, I'll pay for the book. Sound like a good deal? Power up your positivity and get ready to see phenomenal changes in your happiness, your relationships, your business, every aspect of life. Enjoy this free gift from me. DrPaulJenkins.com. And we're back. Jenica Bosch today at Live On Purpose Radio. Jenica, I've been looking forward to this conversation because you and I have worked together for, for some time now yep. at Live On Purpose Central. And as we teach and share these principles of positivity, you're a certified Live On Purpose coach. Um, you're one of our client experience guides. So you've taken your experience and what you've learned to actually help other people. I'm sure that's got to be really gratifying to you. It is that I, when I talk about it, you've seen, I light up, I, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, they're hard lessons learned. And if I can say, Hey, watch out for that rock to anybody else, I'm going to do it. And, and I love helping people get out of their own way because I found Mm -hmm. that I got in my own way a lot. 
Yes. And so. Now that I'm going off script a little bit here as if we had a script <laughs> to start with, but um, you didn't, you weren't like jumping up and down. Hey, I want to be a coach. No. In fact, I was dragged along. <laughs> Let's be real about that for a minute. <laughs> well, between me and your husband, uh, it's sometimes the people around us see the power of our story before we do. Yeah. And it's not just about you. Jenica, the thing that, that you explained to us in the first half with the paralysis this is not a common thing. Most people are never going to experience that. But everyone is going to experience something. Mm -hmm. Something that's going to kick their butt. That's going to take them down. Yep. That will put them in that exact same position where they have to face the choice of what they're going to do with their package. Yeah. You know, whatever that package is, it could be cancer. It could be the death of a loved one. It could, could be anything, mm -hmm. financial issues, health issues. And one thing that I've observed, if I can just kind of share this with our audience, um, as you got out of your own way a little bit and realized, hey, this isn't just about me. This is about how my story and my experience can help others mm -hmm. avoid the same pitfalls that are common to our species. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it comes back to those principles. And as I saw you get out of your own way and step up to do that, your confidence, your happiness, your functionality on the planet just took a huge step up. Mm -hmm. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, it is. That's also a choice, isn't it? It is. Because we get to do some uncomfortable things. Stretching. Give it a little stretch. Yeah. I, I'm curious, Jenica, and you can say anything that you want to about that observation that I just made. Um, but now in the position where, where you're using these principles to help others, which powers them up in your own life as well, what is it that you've found is the most helpful? As, as people are going through their challenges, whatever those challenges are, what, what have you found about the models or the principles that, that you like to start with? Help us out. I, well, number one is you don't give up. You're going, as you make mm. changes and positivity, it, default is down. We all know that. Yes. It's so easy to go back into a negative mindset or into victim mode or mm -hmm. any of the other pitfalls that, that we've created for ourselves, but you don't give up this. It's not a race. It's, mm. it's something to acknowledge and it's okay. If you go back there, you just dust yourself off and you choose that next moment to go back into the positive. And mm. it's, since applying this, you know, I, I became ill in 2014 and didn't stop treatments till 2018. And it took a lot of effort to maintain positive positivity all the time. Right. But now I've noticed that when hard things come, you know, just my pregnancy with my twins, I was I was on bed rest. I lost 50 pounds being pregnant with twins. You know, I was oh, really boy. sick yeah. and I was worried for them. However, 
I kept it positive. And it was not as difficult when the next trial came to stay in that positive space. And so don't because have of it be practice, like a diet. Maybe. Yeah. Where you just, if you blow, if you blow it, then you really blow it. No, you know, it's, it's okay. It's, it's not an all or nothing. It's be kind to yourself in this process mm. and know that mistakes are simply part of the learning journey and that you can get there. Part of the journey, right? It, it, it doesn't disqualify you from the journey. It's part of the journey. Mm-hmm. You're illuminating another really important principle here that the, the repetition, the practice, the dogged determination to continue to make the choice. And as you do so, it gets easier. It does. It's, it's like almost like a foreign language. The more you practice, the better you get. I like that analogy. And you've become much more fluent in positivity. I have. Does that blow your mind sometimes to just kind of look back at maybe where you were years ago? Look at yep. where you are now. I'm sure there are people that will see this and be like, wow, <laughs> I remembered you a little differently. <laughs> Wait, that's Jenica? Yep. Well, this creates some hope. And I hope that any of you who are listening to our conversation today, as you look at your own life and you're making those judgments about yourself, uh, Jenica, I really appreciate what you said. What what came to my mind was you're right on schedule. And you've heard me say this in our coach trainings, Mm -hmm. because it's easy to get into a place of, oh, I'm so far behind, or "I, I just don't have what it takes. And in my experience, that's not true. You're right on schedule. You're right where you need to be. You're experiencing exactly what you need to experience right now to learn whatever principles you need as you move forward. And that was true of you with the paralysis. And then years later, oh, here we go again, kind of a thing. (laughs) Um, Or the pregnancy or whatever it is that shows up in your life. And now that you've practiced the principles, you can apply those more quickly. You're more fluent in the language that allows you to stay in control of your own mind. And either we run our mind or our mind runs us. That's very true. You've made a little bit of a shift that way. A lot of a shift. Yep. That is so awesome. Jenica, I'm, I'm wondering, as we come uh, to the last several minutes of our, our conversation here today, what is, it that, uh, what is it that's next for you? Where do you see yourself going? Because, hmm. oh, and, and just an acknowledgement, because you set goals, you made decisions, you were able to accomplish many of those. Yep. Check them off of your list. Yes. Which leaves you in a position of, okay, now what? Yeah, it does. What does that bring up for you? Um, hmm. I've got to think about this for a minute. So my, my husband and I are, are, we're working on a book. Um, but I don't operate well with just one project. Um, yeah. Interesting. Now you mentioned the book and I, during the break and our podcast audience didn't hear this, but I was, I was kind of nudging you a little bit mm-hmm. about the book, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in, in training and certifying coaches, I've worked with a lot of people who 
are going to write a book or that comes up as one of the things that's next for them, mm-hmm. right? I remember being in a position myself where I'm going to write a book and I was in that space for about a decade. Mm-hmm. And every time I said it, it was true. I'm going to, <laughs> right? And it's always kind of out there somewhere, someday. Um, and I don't, I don't mean to put you on the spot necessarily here on the mic, but it's fascinating to me that one day your goal is to use your eyes to communicate to somebody. And now you're in a position where it's like, okay, we need to finish that book. Mm-hmm. Look at the distance that you've covered. Yep. That is so cool. What can we do as your Live On Purpose family to support you in that? I will always take encouragement and nudges and because I I can get in my own way still. And it's it's just a <laughs> reminder to move back out hey, of it. Welcome to earth. Yep. Right. And I think that's an important acknowledgement too. It's this is not something you guys, positivity is not the kind of thing that you're like, oh well, uh, check. I did that. It's done. It's a lifestyle. It's a a determination to apply the principles that you've already learned as you move forward and as you take different steps. I'm picturing as you and Devin um, produced the book that you've been, you've actually started it. I mean, you've got some some work done on your book, and that's why I knew we could talk about that a little bit. Um, Once that gets out into the world, it can touch lives that you can't reach yet. And you just made a declaration at Live On Purpose Radio that that's one of the things that's next. Yep. That's how we're going to hold you accountable. I love it. You know, (laughs) I actually would like to empower more people to step into coaching. Mm. Because when I found out my husband was a coach and he wanted me to coach, I think it actually happened right here in this office. I think I remember that conversation. Physically felt sick. I was like, no, I I can't do that. (laughs) What, what do I, I'm not where I want to be yet. And I hear that a lot with my clients, but I'm not there yet. Right. Who is ever really there? Who has ever actually accomplished everything they feel they want to accomplish? It's just a matter of jumping in and letting your true self shine and sharing what you've learned along the way. Yes. Which you're doing well. You're a a wonderful example of that. Uh, Look at the wording that you just shared with us. You're never really there. You can't be. It's physically, metaphysically impossible to be there. You're always here. Mm -hmm. You're always now. It's a present thing. And where you are is perfect for you. As you stretch, as you apply these principles, like Jenica, you're going to move to a different place, an improved and upgraded version of what your life is. And you're still not there. No. You're then sti- there's more you're upgrading. Here. <laughs> That's right. So let's acknowledge the truth of that. Now, Jenica, you, as one of our client experience guides that live on Purpose Central, you have opportunities to talk to people directly about this. I do. There is a way... Uh, for any of you to talk with Jenica or one of our other client experience guides at Live On Purpose Central, um, it's pretty simple. You just you just go to drpauljenkins.com and do a little forward slash breakthrough call. Yep. 
And that way they get right onto your calendar. They do. Either you or Natasha. Yep. And she's awesome too. Yes, she is. Um, if you're feeling that Jenica's experience could serve you well, to, to have a conversation about moving past whatever paralysis you're facing uh, from someone who has become quite fluent in positivity. <laughs> um, Jenica and our other client experience guides are there to, to help you with that. Is that okay that I threw yeah, that out there? Absolutely. Jenica, anything else you want to share as we, as we close today that just comes to the top of your mind? What would be that message? Believe in yourself. Mm. I love that. Believe in yourself. You've heard it. It's time for us to do it and go live on purpose. <laughs>